Welcome back to Montante's World, episode 84. I am with the robbed, uh, deserving winner of Barcelona Idol, none other than Jeffrey Nadu. Jeffrey, what is going on? I happen to notice you are not wearing a shirt. <laughs> what up, man? Uh, <laughs> nah, so I, you know, I, I just came home. I was out. I thought, you know what? No one sees this other than you, so you can barely see. So, but no, if, Alex, if Alex walks out here, I'm, I'm shutting my computer. Uh, I'm not losing her. It's been too long. I wouldn't say I was robbed, but um, I had a good time, and uh, I'm sure we'll get into it. There was all sorts yeah. of shit that went down this week, so we'll definitely get into it. I mean, if you saw who technically won after uh, the kid from the south, yeah, he, he got robbed. Um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that because I have a lot to say about the competitors. I will say this: uh, you're the first person I I'm speaking to about this, so exclusive, exclusive. TMZ reached out to me for this footage. I might give it to them before <laughs> uh, it hits the airways. But before we get to the fun stuff, um. Let's talk to you know some national stories that would pique our interest, but is not you know probably what people are tuning in for. But um, I am intrigued by Archie Manning going to Texas. Um, I know we say this all the time. When I say we, I don't mean you and me. I mean people who follow college football. Is Texas back? No, I don't think I'm never going to say they're they're back. Just because you know, obviously Arch Manning is is a great ad. You know, he's a terrific quarterback. You have to wonder are his numbers realistic to actually who he is yeah obviously you're going to get a major bump um being that you know with that last name um you know it's it's obviously you know he's got great genes and he's a great quarterback obviously he's very deserving but um you know texas just doesn't really put a lot of stock into their defensive football team every year and that's really the big issue um obviously they're always going to have a talented uh receiver group and, and skill players but the coaching isn't particularly good ever uh, and defensively, they're never good enough. Um, they definitely have opportunities now, with uh, you know, uh, for, yeah. for at least another year or so uh, without Oklahoma around. But um, you know, obviously, Oklahoma is going to take a step back, losing um, uh, Lincoln Riley. But you know, uh, Brent Venables really is walking in there. Brent TV is walking in there. We'll see. Right, we'll see. I am obviously it's a nice uh, ad. Um, I was surprised to see him go there, but. Uh, you know, obviously they must have given him the biggest. Uh, you know, oh, they gave him a bag. I got news for you too, and everyone knows this. This is this is common sense here. Just like the NBA, the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, which is few and far between. College football is much cooler, um, gets more eyeballs, and it's just overall better when Texas is good. But like, when is Texas good though? I mean, they haven't Vince been good Young, since, like, Vince Young. Oh, That's five, how long it's been. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Allinger was supposed to be that guy. He stunk. You know, he, yeah, he, was, like, had- he was a he was a really poor man's Tim Tebow. They've had all sorts of guys, but it's like, you know, in the end, I mean, their basketball team's the same way. They're one of the most delusional fan bases on the planet. I mean, you think about it. They have their own network, the Longhorn Network, which yeah. I have literally every sports channel. I still don't have Longhorn Network. And it's like, how could you be that, like, delusional that you feel like you need your own network? Um, you, know, you know how you can be that delusional, Jeff, is you are a Longhorn fan and you're also a Cowboy fan. Those two are the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I never knock a Cowboy fan that's from Texas. You know, I kind of get into, like, yeah. the people that are from, like, Detroit. And yeah, the those Cowboys. are the ones, dude. We Everyone – I live in Jersey. I'm, I'm, like, 150 miles away from you. One out of four people we meet around here at the bar, they're Cowboy fans. Cowboy fans are rampant around here. That was always the level of, like, when I was a kid, you could, like, spot kind of like a we, like the weaselly kid. Like Yeah. Was, there was a kid I, I knew when I was younger in South Philly. He – now, keep in mind, we lived literally – Three, like we we were so close to the stadium, we could hear the crowd when there was a Phillies game. That's how close we are. This yeah, kid, he used to come out. We used to hang out on a corner. He used to come out on his on his lower arm. Oh, he had a big a flag or not flag, uh, the star with the Dallas yeah. Cowboys and the pathetic. I said, dude, how you live three blocks away from the stadium? We can see it right down. Yeah, we can see Lincoln Financial. What, what are you yeah. doing with that fucking stupid star on your fucking? And he left was arm. always a weasel, the kid. Always a weasel. Yeah, like, these things these things happen. Yeah, so it works. Oh, yeah, Cowboys fans are the fucking absolute worst. But um, when it comes to Texas, I'm, I'm actually intrigued because I want to see how this plays out. Um, obviously, everybody was entranced uh, a few years back. You'll know it. The average person may not. And Quinn Ewers, uh, the kid from South Lake, Texas. Yeah. Um, I think that's where Stafford went. Kershaw. Really, I could be wrong on that. But um, well-known program in Texas. Cool mullet. Went to uh, enroll early at uh, in Columbus. 
transferred after a year, which just says so much about where we are in collegiate sports. Now, I know that kid had a good year in, in, in Ohio State, but if you're the guy, you're the guy. So he transfers to Texas, and six months later, this happens. Do you think Quinn, uh, Quinn ever plays a game as the starter at Texas? I know he's going to be he, – we got well, one more year for Archie in high school, but, you know, well, what, what's going on with Quinny here? Yeah, well, I think he's going to play this year. I mean, and if he plays well, look, I think they're going to have a pretty good year at Texas. I mean, they they welcome back. I mean, Xavier Worthy's back. He's a good receiver. They've got a better offensive line. Um, I think defensively they'll be much improved. They made some, some wholesale changes on that side of the ball. Um, yeah, but it has a, a feeling of, you know, if Quinn, Quinn Ewers plays well, I mean, you know, he, he ain't going to not be the quarterback. Maybe that's he what I'm saying. Yeah, he might. But that's the thing. It's a job. It's kind of like a job interview for Quinn Ewers. He'll – um, you know, and Arch, I mean, I guess, I guess obviously he'll slot in, but you know, Quinn Ewers will go somewhere else and you know, maybe he'll be, you know, at Alabama, Bryce Young will leave. Yeah. Quinn well, what if Quinn, what if Quinn goes 10 and two, dude, like there's no real, that's why I was so confused by this commitment by this kid. Yeah. It, it definitely didn't make a lot of sense to me just because if, if you look at commitments and stuff, Bryce Young is gone after next year. Oh, so yeah. He could go to Alabama and be the heir apparent to Bryce Young. Right away. Yep. Family tradition, SEC, no one's ever been there. Like, you know, it, it made sense. That's why, I was like, as a Clemson fan, I never thought we were actually going to get Archie Manning because all the names played SEC, different schools, kind of like the little thing they did. So when I saw him go to Texas, I mean, technically, there will be an SEC school in fucking three years, but I was shocked by it. It's funny, too, because Arch Manning is the son of Cooper Manning, the one Manning who did not yep. do anything in football, interestingly enough. So – uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I would have went to Alabama, but, um, you know, it's all about relationships you make with, with these coaches and stuff like that, um, you know. But I think Ken Ewers will probably just go to Alabama after if, if he plays. Right. I could see – I could 1,000% see Quinn, Quinn there, 1,000%. And I like – I'll be honest with you. He Right now he's kind of reminding me, Quinn Ewers, of um, the kid who went to Miami. He was on uh, that, that Netflix show with a super Kate hot Martin. there. Yeah. And that wasn't Tate. He's like a fifth string tight end. What a that kid! I feel horrible. That poor kid. I mean, you know, it sucks. I mean, some kids just don't pan out, man. You know, and or, or whatever happens, you know. And then you have kids that, you know, like the NBA draft just passed. You have kids that like are just poorly advised on like, like Kofi Coburn. So many oh kids like that. Like you go and and you get. Let's say you don't get drafted. You get drafted like fiftieth. You know, like you're yeah. not. You could have went back to college, and now with the NIL, you can make good money as a high end. If you're a top fifty player, you can 1, do really well. Especially like, if you tell a university in Illinois, a big university. Hey, listen, yeah. And, and uh, again, right now, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an early second grade. Um, I know this is what they're paying out in in the early second round draft. If you can match that, man, I got bills to pay. I got family to, to feed here. Yeah, you're telling me the difference between a Sweet Sixteen appearance. And five hundred thousand dollars, bro. You'll get that in a heartbeat. And the thing is, like, you go to like these college towns, Bloomington, Iowa City, places like that. I mean, you're going to be the, you know, the big man on campus, if you will. The one guy that I always look back on the NIL and I'm sad for. You remember that kid Luca Garza at Iowa? Of course, he was the number one player in the country. Okay, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. The he graduates. They then approve NIL. He then gets drafted and is in the G League. He missed out on literally everything. He gets NIL like six months after he graduates. You feel bad for kids like that, but you know if you're advised to go to the NBA and you don't get drafted or you you know have a, a bad yeah. situation, um, that's a shame it's, because it's it's tough. Let's let's talk about the Iowa. Let's talk about the Iowa team for a second, actually. So Luca Garza, who is the he was the man. You said the big man on campus. Then the him, the, the kid just went top five. And they had what? Who's the kid that just rained threes for them forever? They had those three kids on the same roster. Bohannon. Yeah. How did that team not make more noise in in, in March? Because they're coached by an imbecile named Fran McCaffrey, who has no idea what he's doing. Defensively, they stink. Um, <laughs> it's always been the issue. He's a um, he's a Philly guy, actually, Fran McCaffrey, but he's not a good coach. I will say this though. I noticed, you know what, you want to know it's such the total difference between now and when we, when I was a kid or when you were a kid. I remember I'd watch the NBA draft in 2002, is all hell. Yeah, but like you look at like when the parents would like, you know, hug their kid. 
Yep. It was like the older women. You see the moms today? Like the chicks, they're like, yeah, the kids, man. The moms are like fire, man. Like, did you You're see? You're talking that? about the one white, the one white kid who got there from Kansas. Brown, man. Oh my no, god! No, but all the moms, like, even no, like, but she stood out especially. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, the moms are like, I guess it's just us getting older, and like, yeah. they're not much older than us, so it's. Yeah, you like think like a kid in college <laughs> who's twenty? I mean, his parents are probably like early forties, right? Yeah, so like they're not much older, so it's nope. like. So it's kind of crazy to think about. All yeah, Braun's mom was a fucking firecracker, dude. LeBron, she was. Oh, Braun, Braun, Braun. Braun, yo, she yeah, was yeah. unreal. I no, I, I'm not mentioning uh, Delon. By the way, I wasn't about to make a Delonte West show because he fucked LeBron's mom. Is that the saddest story, maybe of all time, Delonte West? Yeah, I think it's definitely one. I mean, I remember he was here for in Philly many years at St. Joe's, and yeah, I saw he's back on the street again, man. It's uh. It's a def, you know, but again, that's addiction, man. You know, you can't shake it sometimes. You can try to get all the help in the world for someone, but what's he addicted? They, what's he addicted to? Uh, narcotics. Because, Narc- uh, yeah, I know he like, made like, uh, I remember seeing like a quote unquote inspirational post like six months ago. He's like back like in the ice cube. Yeah, Mark Cuban was three, trying to help him. Yeah, three on three. Yeah, I was like, oh, good for him. And then like last week, I saw a thing of him like begging her change. Like, God damn, bro, that shit is sad. But I guess I saw I'm, – I'm looking right now, TMZ, supposedly um, he was panhandling and some guy came up and offered him a job and he got a job doing flooring. Oh, good. Place. I mean, but, like, you think about that, right? Think about the f- – I mean, not that that's a bad job. I mean, people do that, but, like – No, but when you're getting millions to play a game that you love, but you gotta a bad job. But you kind of be like – you got to look at it and say, like, wow, what a bittersweet life I've lived. Like, I had so much. I could have set myself up for life. Yeah. You know, and 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 now I'm here just trying to earn enough money just to. It's, it's like it's like living multiple lifetimes in one body. I mean, that is so. He's living paycheck to paycheck, working manual labor, and he's looking forward to that paycheck on a Tuesday. And then you take a step back, like, man, I was making five million dollars a year to play basketball. I mean, you look at his contract, okay? So he, I mean, in 2000. I mean, the, the the highest contract he got was in 2009. He made. Four and a half million dollars a year. I mean, up until 2013, made over a, almost a million and a half. I mean, he made like 20 mil over his career. Mm. That's a good, that's hell that's yeah, it's good. That's uh, that's a shame. So it's it's horrible. It's 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 real. It's real sad. Um, hopefully he uh he gets on the right track. I mean, it is it is just it is just brutal to um see that, and it's sad to see that with anybody. Like I work in Irvington, so I see it daily. But for Delonte West. You know what a difference of five years that that makes. But um, the last thing on the Texas angle, though, before I close it out, what happens first? You think um, more speaking of Texas and collegiate sports, does who's the first Texas team to uh, win an NCAA football title? Well, I mean, both might be long gone when it happens, but who yeah, who, who I mean, you put your money on there? I mean, Texas Tech. I mean, they had some success with Mike Leach at one point. I mean, they're nowhere close. Nope. Probably AM. I mean, they're they're a top ten team coming into the season. I think that's the I think that's the actually the no brainer. They uh, I mean it's not Houston. It's not gonna be I don't definitely think Texas. That's what I'm all I'm trying I'm just trying to shut on Texas right now. I here. mean, I guess I, I guess the only two teams that I would pick would be Texas and AM just because if Texas going to the SEC, I mean, you know, I I gotta tell you, twenty twenty three could be interesting for Texas. I mean, we'll see kind of who they add alongside uh Arch Manning, but yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I would say AM, but um, I was pretty dis- – I remember last year I was on Pick Central, and I uh, they asked me who was the disappointing team, and I thought it would be Texas A&M. I didn't like their quarterback situation, and, you know, I didn't like some of the things they had. But, yeah, I would go A&M. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, Jimbo, um, now they've kind of perfecting the art of uh, the NIL, and I think Jimbo is a good coach. As much as I hate him, I think he's a scumbag. I respect what he does. Uh, I think AM is going to make a lot of noise this year. Um, I actually think they can make the playoff this year, and I, I probably will sprinkle a little money on that. So let's get to the uh, the nooks and crannies, what people want to hear. Uh, Barstool Idol. So um, let's just warm up with it. If you were grading yourself like uh, a lot of scouts just were with the NBA draft, who do you who do you compare to in the NBA? I would say Draymond Green, but let me ask the player himself. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good one. I mean, I, I kind of try to do everything. You know, I, I, I said kind of from the beginning, I, I didn't think that 
when I was invited to this, I didn't think it was a particularly good fit for me, at least to get into Barstool. Um, you know, one of the groups of of people that I I'm all I'm very close with all those guys. I just you know they're they're that's that's not something I'm particularly good at, like sitting there. You know, I feel like they're in a way a little bit just deeper brain wise than me. Not I think I'm pretty smart, but. I mean, they kind of have a weird brain that I just don't have. Yeah, me um, and you are not going to be writing fucking parody songs and singing. Like, no, uh, no, 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 shot. That's not, <laughs> no, that's not for me. No, nope. um, I'm more of just someone that you know. I have certain niches that I'm that I'm good with, and I think looking back, um, you know, I think I would have benefited from maybe a, a different type of barstool idol, kind of. But um, I would say I'm I, at least during this week, I was kind of that do it all kind of guy. Uh, weirdly enough, Christian Braun, who we just talked about, is. You know, when I was kind of scouting him, that was something that I said about him. I, he he, he kind of does everything. He's not a lead yeah. in anything, but he's just very solid at everything. And I would say I, I did I did kind of like that the entire week. Yeah. So would you say there's any one big regret that you have uh, coming off, you know, week in review? Yeah, I think, I think really just, um, you know, kind of going back to the same old doors, you know, the, the, the Rico stuff, just kind of you know, kind of always involving that in a way. I think sometimes that could hurt what I do. Um, I wish I could have had an opportunity. I think one thing I would have enjoyed about this is if we could have maybe presented like and do some of our own original content, right? Yeah. So, like have an hour where we can slot out in the studio and we create our own podcast or whatever we're doing. So in that case, I had, I literally weird, Mike, I had two guys set up to come in if, that was on the schedule and I was yeah. going to interview two ex mob guys. I was going to have them come in and I was hoping we could have did that, but um, I, I wish I could have kind of got into what I think I actually could do there. Cause I do believe I would make money for Barstool. I don't yeah, no. think that's any secret, but I kind of just threw it out and Monday morning. I just decided I'm going to just try to get viral as much as I can with this. Um, and you did your, your fucking basketball clip right there. I mean, when they, when they, you know, reviewed the yak basketball. It was 90 seconds of Nadeau. I mean, there was nobody. Clemmer had one four second sequence where he was running down like a gazelle and made a weird yeah. layup. Um, yeah. but it was all they do. I mean, you dominated when you were there, you dominated the uh, you know, the airtime. Well, it's funny because, um, and I'm gonna put a video out here in the next week or so, kind of detailing that that was not exactly what I look like when I play basketball. Um, I will say, I mean, it was very early in the morning. Uh, I haven't played basketball in many years, but I, I, that's not quite what I look like when I play basketball. I, I definitely, I felt like I drummed it up a little bit to make it look a lot worse than it really was. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. I think the video got like 3 million views on, on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Priscilla was quote tweeting it. So, I mean, big yeah. cat was obsessed for 24 hours. He, he couldn't get enough. He was, he was, well, he was entranced with it. Well, well coupling that with like, the ebony stuff and like some of the other things I did, um, you know, all of it was just viral sensation. And and I think that was the reason that I stayed around Tuesday. Look, I really knew Mike going into this. I was basically told by them, not them directly, but I, yeah. I kind of got the feeling like I'm not going to win. I didn't expect to win. I know that in a month or two, you know, I've, you know, notice I was on Dave Portnoy's show. Like I had other things. Of I was course. Doing. Yeah. I really, you, were, you were everywhere. You were everywhere for that week. I didn't really even hang out with the contestants. Like when we had downtime, I was like hanging out with the other people. In the Which office. is one of the I, funnier clips of all time. Or it's just them. They're like hobnogging. You're just on the side in your little, uh, your little suit. It's it, uh, you're hilarious. Jumping yeah. little jumpsuit. I had my funny. little like fucking spot funny I, spot. I sat at and I, you know, I was just bullshitting, getting it on content. And you know, it was, um, it was fun. I, I had a good time. It was, uh, you know, but do I have any regrets? Yeah, maybe one or two. I wish we could have did a few different things that yeah. we ended up not being able to Give do. me a review on your uh, your little um, hotel motel that you stayed in uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, it was great. I actually really liked the setup I had. I, I, I didn't want to be in the city. You know, I, I felt like, you know, nowadays it's crazy because like, it's not just food and stuff that's more expensive. Like to go stay at a hotel, it's like way Chaotic. more. Chaotic, yeah, it's right? nuts. And for me, it's not really necessarily about money. I just kind of wanted to be able to like at night not have the like, you know, I wanted to get out of the city. Um, it was cool. I mean, looking back, I kind of wish I would have stayed in the city just because we were we were there super late. I don't really know how the situation would be. I ended up probably would have done it different there, but. Um, 
It was cool. I mean, it, it was about 30 minutes away. It was a nice yeah. setup. But you know, looking back, I definitely would have. Because, you know, the problem that I have, Mike, is that I often wonder if I wasn't late that day on Tuesday, what Dave would have said to me about the Miami thing. Because we kind of went off on a tangent about me being late that day. And it yeah. kind of took away from what I was talking about. So um, I kind of wish I would have stayed in the city, but. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You can't you can't change that. Um, uh, well, so <laughs> well, let's let's speak on this real quick. Um, I know you've been friendly with uh, Chris Clemmer for a long time. Now, before we get into kind of your, your whole you know perspective on his uh, overall showing at Barstool Review, I'm going to ask you two things. What's worse in hindsight now? Do you remember that one play? It might have been against the Eagles. So you you might. It was from either last year or two years ago. Or the Giants on their own one, 39, did a, a QB sneak. Do you remember the play? I can't say I do, but as with Daniel Jones, it was 39 on their own one, and the crowd booed him the hell. So what's worse? A QB sneak on your own one, 39, or uh Texas poop hold them? What's a worse idea? Yeah, I listen, I, I want to make this clear. <laughs> okay. I love Clemmer. Okay. I it's funny because we went out in the hat. We went out to John's. John's a bleaker. Uh, we had some time. We had like an hour and a half on Monday. And I was like, you want to come to John's? And he's like, I never been to John's. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Said, so we took an Uber down to John's and, and we're sitting there talking. And Chris is a great conversationalist. Like, I truly like being around him. He's a good dude. We have a lot of the, like similar interests, weirdly. Uh, it's weird because we're so opposite, but we actually have a lot of the same yeah. nature. And, uh, you were sitting there and talking, and he didn't tell me what he was going to present. And I kind of just told him, I'm going in there and just going to present what I can make money doing. And he didn't tell me about any of this. And I'm I'm listening to his pitch, and I, I got to say, and look, I know Kirk and the boys, you know, they don't like me so much. But I got to tell you, I couldn't stop laughing at that Kirk show, the emergency show they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that needed. fucking show, man. What an awful idea. It really was. I'm not going to say I had the greatest pitch. I mean, I just thought the only way you could do a pitch is just pitch what you can do. Yeah. Um, and I felt like when I looked at all the pitches, I'm not arrogant. I just felt like I had the best pitch. I on a, It's not easy to do that, and I didn't think there was any other way to really do it. But, yeah, I, I can't say I understand the game per se. Um, I got a kick out of it when 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 Clemmer says like you guys would be perfect for this and it's like what well, the yeah. fuck does I mean, that mean yeah yeah it's like pretty much everybody would be good for <laughs> yeah. it yeah um, but uh, yeah it was uh, it was quite the pitch and it was almost like um, you know and again I love Clemmer I know he's listening to this but you know he did have a, a good amount of time to kind of figure it out um, but, I'd say so. But um, and the other thing too is unbelievable that makes and Kirk mentions a gazillion times. He only used sixty six percent of the uh, you know a little time to him to make his pitch. Like, dude, you left fifty whatever seconds on the I'll table. Tell him when oh, I good see God, him, when I see him, I'll tell him. And Kirk mentioned this. You know, I I've been a fan of Chris for a while. I did you know Quantum Week. I thought yep. it was a good show. I really liked Quantum. Yeah, Week. they had a big following. Yeah, I like that. I thought. You know, the baseball thing was pretty interesting. You know, it's something that I think, um, you know, can be, can be expanded on. It's kind of a weird thing. I think he could work with, like, Frank on something with that or, oh, yeah. or something like that. So that for a while, yeah. I could see Chris, like, um, he's a big baseball guy. I could see him doing, like, some content with Frank and those guys would, would go on to baseball games and shit like that. Um, I just feel like he could have maybe, you know, just said that kind of stuff and he'd have, he'd have done a lot better. If, if he'd have told me his ideas – I would have told him, I would have demanded, Chris, please, I'm begging you. Because one of the things I did, and I think this helped him considerably, is when we did Friday Night Pints, I implored Luke to tell that hooker story. I told him, tell the story. He told yeah. it, and he was the star. It changed, it changed his whole thing, yeah. If Clemmer, if I'd have known that, that he didn't tell me his pitch, oh. but if he would have. I would have said, absolutely not, Chris. I'm not your decision maker. That is a stupid idea. You should stick with – tell them about Quantum Week, dude. Yeah. Tell them about, you know, um, you know, the different Mariner shit you're doing. Tell them about the fact that you like, you know, different zany topics. You know, like that was a dumb idea, I think. Now, I did dumb shit too, so I can't really say, but I think you should have just went in with, hey, this is what I can do. 
he started off horrifically and he had momentum as he got bounced. So I was confused um to see that. But I think he could also like could have went to like a Jeff Lowe and said, Hey, you guys do lights, camera, bar still. What if we did this little segment each week and I came in and talked about this week from history or something? Yeah. Or like like not even do quantum week, but just like build on it and just get in on certain things. He would have been good on the dozen, having him on a dozen team. Like that's the kind of things that Barstool. Plus, his brain, he can blog. Of course. Should have talked about all that. Yeah, he 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 uh, he fumbled the bag, but something tells me that he's not done at Barstool. Um, I predicted this five months ago. Go back, check the tapes. Um, Dave, and I, I say this with all due respect, he likes himself a good freak. He's a good freak. Look at his build. Look at the hear the voice. He's a freak of all freaks. He'll be back at Barstool. He's. I'll um, tell you though, he is for sure. You know, you know I don't want to be mushy, but he's he's one of the nicest people I've ever met just a a very kind guy and nice guy and it's uh I saw big cat on the end of stool scenes this week said that you know clamor they do probably have jobs here so as they funny. should as they should I've been tweeting about that you guys got you guys got robbed so let's get into, let's clamor. get into that Jeff 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 yeah before we get into clamor uh, you, you you can put on after this I'm, I'm I just want to get right down to it the last three people or the last three things rate their videos as you saw. Like we were texting, it was brutality. Give me the last three between um, what was it, Danny, uh, Caroline, and Luke. What yeah, are you talking all three? I kind of just discussed that and, and just my overall opinions of, of those three. Um, I'll be honest, Danny was a complete bitch the entire week, so I, I have not, no not shocking. Okay, I have no ill will towards saying that she was fucking rude all week you could tell she was one of the most self-absorbed human beings on earth now i may be as well but she was just like super fucking like but jeff she's funny i'm a good looking girl i want to suck your dick what are your thoughts and you're like okay man we see we get it we get your, we get the joke i'm gonna be uh-huh. real if that was my sister yeah, would, yeah, yeah. That yeah, would yeah. be my sister. Retired joke. Yeah, it's she was um, she was horrific. Her pitch sucked. I, I I'll admit. I texted you. I said, "This is is this gonna ever end?" Like, I'm surprised Portnoy didn't be wasn't just like, "Is this over yet?" Like, are you still going on with this? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't get what she does. I took a little shot at her because I don't get it. I mean, is that did you do anything else or, or what? Like, that's about it. She explained the slideshow about. 43 different times saying it the exact same way. She was horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Again, she was super standoffish like the whole week. You know, the only time she really even conversated with me was during the dozen. I, I just got this feeling from her. Like as the week went on, she became more and more just like distant. Like she's too good to be with the other competitors. And it's like, no offense, love, but like my ex-girlfriend. Okay. My ex-girlfriend has, 200,000 followers on TikTok and doesn't even promote it. Like it's not yeah. hard to get followers came on to TikTok. Her. And not for nothing. I'm just going to say this, okay? Whether you give a fuck about what I say or not, I really don't give a fuck. Being a hot chick, it's not hard to get followers. Sorry. No, not at all. Me be and get followers. You see me? Yeah, that's tough. That ain't easy. It's not easy <laughs> to get followers if you're you. That's a fact. That's a, that's a factor there. The fact that I have... You know, on three accounts, seventy thousand followers on Twitter. I'm proud of that shit. If you were a good looking female, you're you're in the billions potentially. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's like, I'm at Barstool would call her daddy probably, but I'm yeah. I'm not. Yeah, no, it's so, it's, it's again it's like I'm not really gonna give you all sorts of parades because you have followers on TikTok. Um, as far as um Caroline, I'll admit I thought she was super cool. I, I she kind of opened up as the week went on. She started talking to me a lot more, and um. I think she's talented, kind of Francis-like. I think that was a great way to yeah, put that, it. Yeah, everybody was saying that, yeah. I don't know how the songs you really play. I don't think she'd ever really do that. Oh, they were horrible. They were horrific, but. You know, an, an idea she had not mentioned that I think she should have mentioned, you know what I could see Barstool doing? And I, maybe I'm nuts. I don't know if this would ever happen. Maybe this is an idea that I should have told her about. And I thought she was actually going to bring it up. Couldn't you see Barr still doing like some sort of musical? Or like the, the uh, Broadway? Not on Broadway per se, but like they sell tickets to it. Like it, it's like a, you know, in Euphoria. Did you see Euphoria or no? Never seen it. Okay. Well, like 
I could see them like or, or some sort of like talent show. I feel like she could be good with that. Like she she kind of has like that. She told me she loves Broadway. Like I could see her like doing something with that kind of thing. But she could also blog. I think she'd be good and weird. Like maybe like a Kate. I could see her being kind of similar to Kate. I don't think she's as funny as Kate. I don't think she's really that funny at all. But oh, um, no, she blew my mind. So first off, I think she's incredibly good looking. I mean, gorgeous. But she didn't do one single thing this whole week where I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I got to admit, I thought the song was stupid. I mean, I don't find that kind of stuff funny. But I was blown away by the response. The response to that song was like, oh, yeah, unbelievable. See, that's the thing. Like, I felt like she, I kind of thought she would win from the beginning just because I think she kind of fits with the guys on that show. She reminds me a lot of like Nick. I could see her, like, they're kind of similar people. So, like, I thought she fit the competition perfectly as far as if it were to have been Dave Portnoy Idol, like if it had been any other Barstool Idol outside of this young one, she would not have won. Yeah. She wouldn't have. But, well, you um, think it was weird when she like kind of brought up um, the Yak and, and Nick and KB, and she was almost about to make like a it's a, it's a sexist show or something. And yeah. They, yeah. They yeah. brought her all back on track, and they She's mumbled for 10 more yeah, minutes. Yeah, she kind of fucked herself close there. She was close to kind of going off the rail. But um, and then John, you know, he was a bit um, he was kind of hot and cold with me. Like he I remember the first time I talked to him, he tried to like big me, like, oh, settle down, little guy. Like I I don't know. To be honest, he didn't he say he little, didn't say did he say little guy? Yeah, oh, I swear my to God. God. I swear Holy to God. Shit. He's like, he's like, I don't know who you are. I'm like, you definitely do know who I am. Because like, he follows Barstool. He, that's just like, yeah, like he, he kept talking about how he loved Barstool. I'll admit, like, I think he'll be a very good blogger for Barstool. Yeah. Um, do I think he'll do much on top of that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, I could see him kind of slotting into that that Nick, Sasquatch, and uh, KB group. Um, but him and I had a love-hate. You know, I I think we do different types of content. Like, he'll he'll never do sports content i don't think i don't think he would be but then like his pitch like he's literally saying like tons of things that bars already does let's like, do a behind the scenes barstool show yeah, oh like still I you, okay I you followed bars yeah 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 that was uh that even he even literally pitched barstool idol and they're like 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 barstool is that like, what we're right. doing right now yeah yeah, yeah. i was like yeah. so that that was that I was um, though, that was funny that barstool mari idea he had was Pretty good. I, there's something there for sure. I mean, there's a bunch of fucked up people listening to Barstool, and that would be that would be um, good to hear. So, uh, speaking of Barstool, uh, what about this thing that blossomed after you you got home and whatnot? I think your first night back, you and White Sox Dave getting into who can get more broads. He's questioning your uh, your your maybe your game. How'd that well, come he, about? Yeah, like he listen. A lot of people have been taking shots at me for this. And look, whether people believe it or not, I really don't care. Like, I know I have a vibe with chicks. I really don't give a fuck. Um, I don't act weird. I just talk to girls. Like, it's not that big a deal. Uh, but I heard him talking like, I don't think, is he, like, valid with this? Does he really believe it? It's like, yeah, dude, no offense, Dave. But, like, I don't really know if you should be the one asking me that question anyway. But, uh, yeah, so I called him out. And that, that went viral as well. Mama, go, there goes that man again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> in, in one week, in like five things just make super content um, for Barstool. So do you like those? Um, I'm a big Barstool Chicago guy. What are your thoughts on these uh, Chicago guys overall? No, I, that being said, I, I love the guys. You know, Carl reached out to me. Chief always talks. You know, reached out to me. Eddie reached out to me. I love those guys. They're they're funny guys. They have great content. Do a great job out there. Um, I'd I'd actually have been thinking about. I've been wanting to go to Chicago for a while, so I might uh, might go out there here in a, a few weeks and and see what's up. See what they got going on. If you were um, a CEO of just Barcelona Chicago, and you had to get rid of, you had to cut, you know, cut uh, on your end, you know, loose weight. Who would you cut of the the main Barcelona guys? Who's the one that At you would Ch- get rid of? Chicago. Yeah. Well, I think that's there's one. There's a, there's only one. There's one clear answer. I don't think you're gonna say it though. Uh, th- you know that being like I, like I said, I think they're all really good together. That's the problem. But there's um, a but. Um. So you're making me pick. I have to. Yeah. Pick one. I think one of them stinks. I think out of all four, you know, if I've not got along with one of them, it would be Dave probably. Yeah. Um. 
you know, I, I don't, he's not real smart, quite honestly. No, he's not, but that, that, that's his appeal. That's his appeal. Barcelona Carl, Carl stinks. Eh, I don't know. I, I've always found him all right. I don't think yeah. Dave is that interesting. I, I don't like think there's anything like he doesn't do anything. He, he's just like a regular guy. I don't think he's that funny. I don't. I, he's I don't got know. hair up to his eyeballs. I listen. Barstool, Barstool, uh, White Sox, White Sox. Dave makes me laugh. Um, Barstool Carl. I think he's a good guy, but he always, always, always try to overdo it. I think he's horrific. Um, but understand, I mean, understand where you're at right now with the uh, White Sox, Dave. That is kind of the. Um, the absolute no-brainer, but well, yeah. I mean, we and look, that came from the fact that I, you know, pitched going to Miami. And look, I don't care what you think about me. You do damn well. I would fucking kill it, in Miami. I, I'd fit perfectly. I gamble. I have that kind of turtle vibe to me. Oh, Brad I mean, Dave just the fact that your whole persona in Miami would be hilarious, if if nothing else. Yeah. And I'd fucking murder it at eleven and live. I would. Like you, there's always that dude in the VIP that you're like, yo, who is that guy? Like, oh, well, a lot about like, picking up from my from my my outside looking in uh, perspective here. All about picking up women. It's all about confidence. And you can say what about Jeff? Is he tall? No. Is he handsome? Maybe not. Does he have confidence? Yes. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's all it is. I know there's a lot of people that are gonna listen to this show and they say he's a fucking douchebag. It does not matter, guys. It does not matter what you look like. It does not matter what kind of money you have. It's how you carry yourself. Absolutely. And a woman wants to not feel creeped out. She doesn't want to feel like you're trying to fuck her all the time. Tell her what she wants to hear. Ask her who she is and what she's about. Vibe. Have a fucking connection. I'm going to tell you right now, the roster I have, you can put with anybody. I do not fuck with eights. I don't fuck with sevens. I don't fuck with sixes. If you're not a 10, I'm not interested. I know all the tricks of the fucking trade. I see the girls at the bar that bang out to every dude getting drinks. I'm way over. And as far as the whole paying chicks to hang out with me, not true. When I'm with a chick and we're spending time together. You take care of her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Two, two different because things. A woman, a woman needs to feel taken care of. A woman needs to feel like a That's lady. old school. Yeah, it's very old school. And I'll tell you right now, when you get a girl and you do that, you can keep her forever. I promise you. A woman, you're not a sucker. You're just taking care of a woman. I'm not out there propositioning a chick to fuck me for five hundred dollars. That was funny when, uh, when when Ebony and company kind of positioned it that way. <laughs> it put painted you in such a bad light, but I understood where you were coming from, and you quickly jumped on it. Like that's not what I'm saying, but that no, was a listen to you. You I mean, by the way, you're you're you. It's that's not a shtick. You're no. an Ebony guy. Oh, absolutely. I've said that before. It's not a shtick at all. I'm very, I'm very attracted to Ebony. She's my type. I like, you know, and I mentioned in the love letter, I like, you know, I like her accent. I like her vibe. I mentioned um, it in the love letter. What a sentence that is. Yeah. She's like, I, I would, if she said to me, Jeff, I'll go out with you. I would absolutely take her out. Yeah. Absolutely. You would drop what you're doing that day and just poop. You yeah, hop on a train. Uh, yeah. Whatever. What is quick? I'm going to tell you. If it meant me quitting the competition, I would have quit. Oh, I, I know, quit I know. Later. You've been, a, you've been a fucking. And that's that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why I think you're hilarious and authentic. You've been a fan of Ebony forever. So oh, when yeah. they when they're like doing that, people are like, oh, like the shtick's getting old. I was like, dude, this ain't no shtick. Now this is even after she dimed me out and made some shit up that I said. That yeah. was where I confided in her. I confided in her about certain shit, um, but um. Nah, she's a good sport. You know, we have a, you know, whenever she's in there, whenever I'm in there, she's super cool. And, uh, you know, Barstool's dope, man. They're always, I I love going there. They're the, I truly love Barstool. They're a company that's always been good to me. Uh, and they've always given me an opportunity and, and, and I appreciate yeah. all of them. Yeah. So on that, on that note, we were just kind of just mentioned it. So completely diff, weird circumstance, but hypothetical. Now, would you rather go to Miami and live with Dave? And make a hundred and hundred thousand. Well, I would live with Dave, but you know, oh, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, know, be with Dave twenty four seven. Yeah, um, make a hundred thousand, or go to Chicago and make one twenty five. Oh, I. It's not really about money. Uh, I. It's all about Miami, then. No, absolutely. I, I, I truly like Dave a lot. I, he's kind of one of my inspirations in all this, and uh, you know, I just I like being around him when we're gambling and stuff. I think. You know, I feel like 
I could be part of that group that he has. And obviously there's things I need to fix, but um, you know, I kind of have that confidence now where I could be kind of that, that guy with the crew and, and feel okay with it. I get along with all those guys, whether it's spider or Kareem or whoever, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, as Dave, I said before, I think Dave really respects what I do from a gambling standpoint. You know, I remember even when I didn't work there, he would contact me. Hey, what do you like today? A lot of people don't know that I started on Barstool's radar because I used to give gambling picks to Big Cat yeah. way back 2018. And that was how it all kind of figured itself out. But yeah, I, I would, I mean, I don't know if there'd be a situation over going to Miami I would want, but um, are, are you going to, listen, I didn't want to address this, but I have to address it. Can I address the you're about, you're about you're, you're about to get to the next, my last topic. Okay. Well, let me let me let me introduce us see uh for uh simpatico here, which we, I think we usually are. Um so I don't know if you were under a rock today or not, but uh Roe versus Wade got overturned. Well that actually wasn't. I just want to put a bow on the Okay, 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 okay. Go um, go where you were going. Yeah, I didn't want to bring this up. And in, in fact, I know that the only if I bring it up, it will actually pet the kitty of this clown because Oh Billy, Billy going. versus uh No, no, no. That fucking Elephant in the room, literally Trudell. Um, oh, I did not. I mean, have you that. talk about a just a complete loser. I mean, listen, dude. I gotta be honest. I've been around a lot of weird people in my fucking life. Um, that's one of the like truly biggest loser moves I've ever seen. It's not that you came and like verbally tried to assault somebody who's a super nice guy. Um, you literally drove six hours. And you clearly stated, I heard you say it, <laughs> you were in New York to see the Freedom Tower and you just happened to come down to Basketball City. No one told you to come there. It was just a loser move. And I know you'll just sit here and, oh, big man, I trolled him. He's so, so triggered. You're a fucking loser. You're, this is the same fucking goof clown that had to leave Kerr because he had mental problems. I mean, give me a fucking break. You're the biggest loser on earth. People like you, I'd fucking smack in the fucking face if you ever came at me like that. And I know you think I ain't going to do nothing about it. But if you ever came and did some shit to me like that, I'd give you a slap in the next fucking century. I fucking promise <laughs> it. I don't give a fuck who you think you are, how big you are. It doesn't matter to me. It was a loser fucking move. And you're lucky I didn't give you a fucking smack at the basketball city for doing that to a friend of mine. It's a loser move. Fuck you. Talk, talk about a, this is the same fucking goof who doesn't even work at Barstow. He's this he's not even on Kirk's payroll. They he didn't find him value enough. To even I think he gets like fifteen dollars an hour in his defense. Good, go to the fucking <laughs> baseball yeah. stadium and sell fucking ice cream at you fucking goof. Get a fucking life, bro. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. No, you you. It's funny. You called me that morning and and you. I was. I don't mean to, I don't mean to speak Literally. out of school here, but you were like, I fucking hate this Justin kid. It was like a Tuesday morning. I was like, where is this coming from? It's, it's not even hate. It's it's really just about like I'm blown away that a grown adult would behave that way. Like it's crazy to me. Look, I, I'm my, here's the thing with, with me, the difference between him and I. People will say, I don't know why Nadu does the things he does. Now, in the end, when I look back at everything I've done, Mike, I've done it. There's a reason I've done it. Because everything I do in these spaces. Go viral, right? They, they, yeah. they, there's a reason. There's a method to my madness, right? Fuck if I know what it does for him in the end. What's he get out of this? What does he get out of it, truly? He spent his own money to go to New York. What the hell did you get out of it? He had actually, he had, so let me, so I like you both. It's a weird position for me. He had a couple, his whole performance at um, Barcelona was is complexing because I was laughing audibly at a couple of times in the tournament where he was heckling Chris, and it was kind of an uncomfortable laugh. Like, I can't believe he's doing this. And then after I got over the I can't believe he's doing this, there was a couple of spots where it was super awkward because Chris was either getting eliminated or getting shit on. And I was like, all right, like, thank you, Justin. Like, don't say anything. Like, I think we're on the same page here. And when he got eliminated and Justin literally – tap dance on his grave i've never felt more uncomfortable in my entire life yeah it was it was, it it was, was an unreal moment really cringy really cringy it was you know look he it, goes it, you it, unloyal fuck i was like oh my god 
Yeah, and, and it's Ooh. like Ooh. I'm still trying okay. to understand. So like I'm, I'm still trying to understand this whole like what is the continued like obsession with like banging on Chris for this? Didn't Kirk literally get him the opportunity? Well, well I don't understand what he's so salty about. I, don't I think he's salty about, and I'm speaking out of school here completely, but um, the way I mean, it ended. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you know, he, 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 he got him, obviously, without without Kirk. Um, Chris is a you know, wiry-looking weirdo um, who's you know selling baseball ads, potentially still unemployed because of coronavirus, um, which Chris has all 13 shots of, uh, which is unrelated, but I just want to throw it in there. Um but Kirk gave him – he saw something in him. He, he saw a little bit of freak show uh, factor. Listen to Stern. He understands how freaks can kind of get views. And he brought him in and got him this Barcel opportunity. He uh, created his whole audience for his baseball podcast. So he pretty much created everything that is Mr. Clemmer. No, I and, get that. I get that. But, totally. but where, where the thing comes up here, where I think with Kirk, is – he got him the in at Barcelona. He may have mentioned that he may want it, but Kirk kind of probably went out of his way to get that in there. And then when Kirk asked him, hey, you know, let's make this day work, and then he gives him a bullshit answer. And then Kirk's like, oh, what about this day? And he gives him another bullshit answer. Yeah. Then Kirk realizes, hey, this mm-hmm. guy is done with me. I created every avenue of opportunity for this kid. Right. Fuck this guy. Okay. And then, yeah, so that's what it is. And I understand both. And Like, there's something I, I almost – I don't get where Chris is coming from. Like, yo, if I have a friend coming from out of, from out of state who I haven't seen since high school and I understand my career admirations, I said, listen, bro, like, I would love to go to the game with you. We can hang out all the time, but I, I have hard outs a couple nights. Like, I, this is my priority. So the fact that Chris didn't have it in him to be honest with him and say, listen, I can't do it this day, and he kind of made these half-assed excuses, half-assed excuses, that's where he lost uh, Kirk. And it's a now an awkward thing. I think Chris will be allowed back. Um, but yeah, I completely get the animosity. And when you send this fucking idiot, Justin, who I find funny, who has never come at me completely. Um, I get, I get where it comes from, but yeah, it's, it's a very weird situation and only Kirk would create this dynamic at parcel. Idol. Yeah, no I, other I, I weirdo mean, would do that. I was more like, I, I guess that makes total sense. I, I could have sworn I heard that like he got him the, the idol thing, but now I, I understand like I'd be annoyed too because he made, pretty much made Chris Clemmer. But oh, again, pretty much, yeah, removed pretty much, yeah, he made Chris Clemmer. Like I'm gonna say this with with the utmost sincerity, you know. Again, <laughs> I do what I do. There's a method to my madness. Yeah, again, I don't understand the method to your madness. And I think when you look back on your life, you you gotta you gotta look at what your current life is and say, Justin, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Seriously, I mean, it's <laughs> it's rough. He's a total loser, Mike. I mean, it, it, he, it, bu- he it, built a, he built a deck. He what? He built a deck. Big Check his Twitter. Up. I can't build a deck. I'm gonna hire somebody to build a deck. <laughs> No, I, 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 I just like Justin. I'm trying, I'm trying to stick up for Justin. No, no, no. Listen, it's, a, it's a tight spot. For me, as an old school guy, and I relate this to Rico, who, n- no surprise, is cool with him. They're made for each other because they're both fucking losers. Yeah. As a man, I don't understand how another man can approve of the way those folks act. Like, I don't – I would never act that way, so I don't get it, but – is what it is. It was yeah. a loser move. Everyone knew it too. All the other contestants knew it. Everybody knew it. Fuck it was it, it was wild to see from uh from distance. But I'm about to go grab a beer as a or as the popular what is it, senator from Massachusetts. I'm gonna go grab me a beer. Uh, Miss uh, Elizabeth Warren, Chief Warren of the Tribe. Um, yeah, the American I'm, Indian. I'm, I'm a, yeah, she's point oh one percent. I'm gonna tee you up before I th- before I uh, go get one though. Um, I just briefly mentioned it, and I do want to circle it because I, I was laughing audibly out loud hearing this. How great is this uh, from a distance seeing Billy Football just have a genuine beef with your boy Rico Bosco? When was, from your perspective here, because I'm also from the outside looking in, what was the first inkling that this could become a thing? And then when did you realize, oh, this is real? Uh, Well... I knew that Billy had gotten cut loose for a month with his uh, suspension. And then I remember going in there Monday and he, he came right over to me and said, you know, did you see what happened? I said, yeah, I saw what happened. 
Um, and he, he made it pretty clear from the beginning. He was fucking really hot about the whole thing. Um, I knew Rico wasn't going to be there, which, you know, is no surprise. Um, you know, and Billy's been kind of at it all week. I remember on Wednesday, the last day I was there, he, uh, he came up to me, he goes, Hey, he goes, uh, you should come in on Monday. He goes, you doing anything? I said, I said, I don't know. I don't think I should come in. That wouldn't be good if I came in and. I guess he ended up coming in today and, and Billy approached him. But yeah, Billy was mad about it. Billy had every right. I mean, he this is what he does. He talks a bunch of shit. And then when you know people approach him, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to get involved all of a sudden. It's this grade A pussy move, and he's the only person that does it. I'll tell you right now, you can see that the people, the powers that be are getting sick and tired of it. Oh, he's he's on as of right now, unless something changes, he's on borrowed time. Yeah, it's lame. I mean, he he just doesn't get it. I mean, he doesn't understand that he works. And, and if I'm a I'm a Barstool viewer, if I'm someone that 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 enjoys the content, yeah, I'm looking at it and saying like, this guy's like stealing from us. Like he doesn't give us anything. He doesn't he doesn't play the game. He doesn't you know have a good time about anything. It's this stupid. Just it's so tired. This stupid like, and it's like it's so like um, delusional. Like I'm not gonna give them the time of day. Like. Who, who, what are you talking about? Like, who are you? Like, who yeah. are you, really? Like, you're just... Yeah, his, his stick is tied and, and donezo. We'll see. If he does not have... um, he Listen, let's just be honest. He's hired for dead air for seven to eight months out of the year. Uh, he's the punching bag. I find him entertaining um, on the college football show when they make fun of him, when they call out his picks. Oh, yeah, that's futures. Funny, for sure. If, but if he does not perform this year and he just, like, he's a fucking pussy about it, Dude, he won't make it past week three. Like, all right, man, you, you're running a course here. Like, you you stink. Um, so we'll see no, how that goes. Right they're, and they're, they're not putting his feelings we'll see how it goes. in anything anymore. So I'm No, because you can't because he's just been – he's kind of lost the, the, the line of where it's kind of funny and we're, okay, dude, like, you're not actually insufferable. So we'll see. I have one thing I want to get into the Roverse Wade with Dave because it's kind of a crossover between my two worlds. But my buddy uh, Trey, just – I had a sneak in a Penn State question. Um, what happens first? This is – Related to absolutely nothing. What happens first? Um, Penn State basketball makes a Sweet 16 or Penn State football uh, makes a playoff? Um, wow. Uh, I, Sweet 16 is not that hard to do. I mean, that's, that's what I said. South Carolina, really made a, getting... South Carolina made a Final Four. I can't remember the last time I saw them getting in a tournament, though. Uh, I'll say uh, that they get to the – <laughs> that's a tough question. That's a tough I'll question. I agree. Okay, they probably have a new coach that he's actually Google. That's not that hard. I mean, you get to the tournament, you got to win two games. That's it. That's all. That's that's all you got to do. And another unrelated thing. Um, I've been pretty vocal about this, and you got to experience this firsthand when you do in Barcelona. Idol. Um, out and about, it's the funniest podcast at Barcelona right now. How? What was it like? Um, going in there and recruiting with those two lunatics. Well, you know, I'll say this. I'm I'm very happy for Pat. Pat's uh, put in a lot of time at Barstool. Didn't really have his thing for a while. And, uh, you know, he's always been a supportive guy of mine. And he's, he's a really talented kid. And I'm glad that Joey came in and they found something that worked for them. I, I'll tell you what. They're both – that Joey is something. He's a psychopath. He's hilarious. He's quite the guy. I – I had a, got a kick out of him. I was sitting. I was sitting right near where he sat. In fact, I was like right across from him. Actually, yeah. and uh, he just kept. I mean, just saying shit, funny shit. And then, then I'm sitting there, and he comes walking in with like dressed like a woman. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I, I have to admit, and I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not someone that that you know, I have nothing against gay gay folks. I mean, I don't. I don't really have many friends that are gay, but I got to admit they're super welcoming guys. Nice yeah. dude. I uh, like to have a good time. Uh, ask me questions I never thought I'd get asked. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, I'll tell you what, he didn't look like a bad woman, I got to say. Joey's a, he's a pretty lady. I, I got news for you. He's a pretty lady. And, you know, people think of me as, like, super far right, but I tell anybody that's willing to listen to me, I think they're one of the funniest podcasts uh, on earth and definitely the you funniest. You can tell me that. You you told Forever. me that they, I they have, I love I love their show. I think they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, I got to start consuming it more. I uh, I like I said, though, I'm happy for Pat. I, he's a good guy, and I'm glad he found something that that he can really 
kind of null into. Yeah, Joey's dude. Joey's Joey's just fucking so funny. He has a lot of tendencies as a gambler. Like he's super. Um, he has like a very addictive personality, just in different ways. You know, he's so fucking funny though. He's he's fantastic. But um, what's not fantastic is seeing my two worlds, uh, kind of inter intertwine here, where I'm on the sidelines here looking weird. Um, the Rovers Wade aftermath. So we won't get into Rovers Wade too much. Um, some people love killing babies. Some people don't. But Portnoy got mixed up now against like the conservative heavyweights who've kind of been quote tweeting him for three years, thinking that he was one of their own. Everyone knew he he wasn't, and now these worlds kind of um, are intertwined, and it's gross. Um, did see, you see this? Did this whole battle from a mile away? Like, what do what do you think about all this? I mean, so that's the thing with Dave. He's kind of like me when it comes to politics. I I have things about both sides that I like, you know. But it's funny because. If I'll say something conservative, you'll get the Democrat people that, what are you fucking, what are you, you red now? And then I say something, you know, I like liberal and, oh, you fucking liberal cuck, you know, it's, but um, listen, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm pro-choice. I think a, a woman has the right until a certain amount of time to decide what she wants to do. Um, that right there at- is what you, what you just said, I think, is what is the perfect middle ground, but no one talks about. Yeah, because, Mike, at the end of the day, like, we have to understand there are a lot of women in this country that, um, you know, are raped. I mean, they're in a bad situation. And it's um, – I think it's a glaring sadness about a country that is really should be so far ahead, especially in the case of just people that I think, as we've talked about time and time again, this really hurts the, the underclass, right? The people that, uh, you know, don't – you know, they're not the elite, right? I mean, it's – uh it's a sad state of affairs. And I, you know, I think this is something where look, maybe with something like some of the, you know, the riots of 2020 and maybe we don't, we obviously don't agree with how that went, but I got to tell you, I mean, people protesting over this, I have, you know, I get it. I mean, it's fucked up. I think it's completely tone deaf. I think again, it, it completely, we continue to see Mike that whether you're red or blue, the government doesn't give a fuck about you. They don't well, care. Jeff, at the same about. time, do we realize? I bet you 90% of the people that are outraged about this quote unquote outrage think that abortion is now illegal in America. Yeah, which that's how yeah, that's how dumb not. of that's how dumb of a country we are. Yeah, they'd be what? they'd be shocked that the, the states that they're protesting in, they say, Hey, listen, listen, you can still get an abortion here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, they would go, What? But what, I think really? they're saying, like, why why do we even have to have like, why, why are we even doing this? Because like, the opposite of what's going on is they're killing babies. You got to understand both sides. Well, there needs to be a federal oversight on like the the level where you have you can't do it. That's where me and you agree because I think the perfect level is, you know, you can get that procedure done up till maybe eight weeks. Oh yeah, you know, because that gives you enough time to miss a couple. Periods. I don't understand this country sometimes where like I feel like we completely complicate things. You know, like, so for instance, like, I don't want to go back to this because it seems like we're moved on. Go back to it. But so like coronavirus, for instance, there were, there was a time for a month or two where it was, it was pretty bad. I mean, when it first was, was when it first started, like we couldn't seem to like get to like a copy medium where it was like, all right, everyone's going to do something similar to this. And let's try to get past this. Nothing's ever easy. It's always the most drawn out and the most ridiculous um, but you know, I'll tell you this about coronavirus, Mike. I was out last night um celebrating something and I hope you were messed up. Huh? I said I hope you were messed up. No, right. <laughs> I'm joking. But no, it, it it does seem like man, the media's really stopped talking about this, haven't they? I think. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, you don't see it ever mentioned anymore. No, they used to be like no. CNN like a month ago would even they'd bring it up like you know cases or this like the death counter the mask yeah everything. they would have you know, you'll see the Doctor Lena Wen or like oh yeah Booster Home or one of those guys Fauci where's Fauci is he what's happened to him he's still the highest paid employee in Washington he's still collecting his bag he's making more than fucking Teddy McLaren yeah I mean it's crazy just with how the, the numbers have just I mean we don't hear about the numbers at all anymore crazy i mean it's it's i mean i want to see here so yesterday okay i want to take i want you to guess on june 23rd i was last reported how okay. many new cases were there in the united states 2000 no 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 no, no fuck that uh 8500 in the entire country yeah how I off mean, am i way off it's just abysmally off how much Hundred sixteen thousand. 
Jesus, okay. Yeah, it's still pretty high. So what do you think about deaths? Where do you think deaths were at? Um, To coronavirus or the vaccine? Coronavirus. Okay, because the vaccine is higher. Uh, vaccine is awful. Um, in one day. In one day. Uh, we'll say 25? 499. Dang, okay. The day, before, people. the day before, over 700. A thousand people died in two days still. Like, that's pretty high, but, like, they don't talk about it anymore. It's just like, hey, this is what Cause, we have. Because the, the orange man's gone, baby. Who cares about a coronavirus? The, yeah, corona, it, the coronavirus did what it had to do. Yeah, no, exactly. It's kind of like, this is what we have. We live with it. I mean, let me ask you, unless, like, would there any be any reason you would get tested for it? Oh, none. Well, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I got tested last time when I actually had it um, because I had a family event coming up. If I have nothing coming up and I think I have it, I may get an at-home test, um, but I'll stay I'll stay home for five to six days. But unless it's something super serious where I need a yes or no result, I'll just stay home for six days. Like I think we almost have to look at it now. Is like it's a pretty decent out for you. Like if you know, oh, it's being you- that's being abused already, dude. There are people who are. Yeah. Taking advantage of this sucker. Oh yeah. How many times have someone said to you like they like they say they may have to get tested? And it's like you just don't want to do it today. Yeah, you just don't want. Yeah, you just don't want to hang out tonight, dude. I get it. Yeah. Like I was trying to, I was trying to watch the Knicks with you, and you're gonna lay COVID line. I'm like, all right, bro. I get it, bro. I, I listen, it, it's it's crazy. Um, I think we're actually gonna have a huge ramp up come the the fall time, and I'm just absolutely sick of COVID. Um, but overall, they have been I, good with it though. They don't mention it much anymore. Mm. And until they have to, um, I just think it's hilarious um, when you bring in Roe versus Wade. Uh, you're gonna have a bunch of liberals screaming, and athletes will get involved. My body, my choice. And then you ask these cocksuckers, okay, where were you that when it came to a vaccine that doesn't work? It's different. Okay, uh, yeah, it's, 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 save me some time on that. No, it's not. Uh, but well, listen, that's where we are, and I'm just curious to see. Do you think that we're in a, in a potential place where liberal outlets may start to? Kind of champion Portnoy if he really stays against the hardcore right and uh, is pro pro choice. Did Roger Goodell do that? Well, this is this is kind of a, a new <laughs> that that was hilarious by the way. I uh, mean, I this, think what the, I think what the liberal media will do is when they yeah, I mean they're scoundrels as well. When they see like when they feel like they can have an in on someone, they'll do it. Yeah, but I see a tweet, Mike. You got to explain yourself here. This this Go ahead. right. Republicans were very loud with my body, my choice when it came to getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Fair. What's up now? Well, the difference is. Um, is there, there is no difference. I mean. It's, well, the difference is, is my body, my choice. It was always a liberal uh, cry that keep your body, your hands off my body. And then afterwards, um, after that was already in place, those same people said my body, my choice were demanding people get fired for not getting the vaccine. So they they started that standard, and at the end of the day, my body, my choice uh, in their end equals a dead baby, and then my body, my choice means I'm not going to get a vaccine that doesn't work and I'm going to lose my job over. So they're two very different things, and it's a liberal talking point that is uh, a false equivalency. I didn't know if you would pick up on the, the – Oh, I pick, I, up. Pick up I pick up on it all. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm with it all. You got to admit, though, in kind of a different subject, you got to admit, though, that picture last night I took at that bar with the chick. You got oh, hilarious. That. that was a dope picture. You got hilarious. Yeah. That made me giggle. And the, the girl in the background was like a decent looking Latina girl. That, that made me uh, that made me giggle. And it's just funny that people like zooming in on the picture. Like, oh, who's the girl in the back? Yeah. People are b- b- breaking down every little thing that you do. Funny, that girl in the back. Right. Bad picture of her. I'm going to tell you, though. No, she's still pretty bad, though. I can tell. Let me tell you about that girl that was leaning up on the beer thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that place I went to last night, on the third floor, they have this. It's like a club, right? I'm up there every Saturday night. That girl's there every week. The other week, I'm watching her at the bar, right? I'm checking. I'm, like, kind of just vibing, looking around. And I noticed this chick is a fucking master. She told me herself. She comes over to me, starts talking to me. And I knew her game already, and I wasn't going to get involved with it. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to buy me a drink? I'm like, no. She's like, why not? I'm like, <laughs> I know your game. I already know it, yeah. I asked her, so let me ask you, how much money you got on you tonight? He's like, I don't have anything. She didn't have a purse. She had nothing. Just yeah. her phone. That was it. And I said, 
you're going to get drunk tonight, aren't you? She said, yeah. And I see her all night just bouncing around the dudes, trying to – yeah, she'll talk to her for five minutes, get what she needs out That's of them. That's it. That's that. And she's there every fucking week. She's always in there doing the same shit, and I got to give it to her. Yeah, listen, if that I'm as a conservative – that's called capitalism. That's the free market. If you yeah. can still get it, bro, yeah. get your money. Do your thing. And one day, that's going to shrivel up. She goes, hey, do you want to get me a drink? And they're like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. You're going to look like a rubber shoe. No she's shot. Gotta do what she's got to do no for a chance. while. No and chance. And eventually, she'll meet a man, and uh, she'll get him to Hopefully. buy her whatever. You know? Hopefully. So. That's, that's all we can hope for. But, um, Jeff, as always, it's a pleasure. Same to you. Thank you for having me. I'm a real big timer